Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And how are you guys doing? I'm good. Doing Sorry. Good. I'm just like trying to plug things in while we're sitting here. <laughs> Done. It's all right. About it, your it's that mobile podcasting. If you ever want to know how to pack when you're constantly traveling, give me a call because I have gotten certain things down to like a science. I have a little bag with all of my chargers mm-hmm. in it. Smart. I bought myself a little silverware set because you will oh. get stuck places without silverware and I don't want to continuously throw silverware away. The right. only thing they took away from me at the airport was the knife because it was serrated and I've said oh. throw it away, whatever. But there's chopsticks, forks, two size spoons, Different straws, a straw cleaner, six bucks Amazon. Dang. Nice. nice. You're, in, you're in Boston right now, right? I'm in Boston. Aston. And it's wicked nice here. It's, <laughs> the weather is perfect because it's not too hot. Like it's had nice. some warm days, but it's not too hot. It's not too humid. I do love the humidity everywhere that I've been. Um, and today it's a little overcast, so it has like some pretty clouds out, but it's got a nice little breeze. Yeah. Very cool. I'm a bit jealous of all the food photos you've been posting. Oh, yeah. They look, the food oh. looks amazing. Every time <laughs> you post, I'm like, I need to go where she is right now. <laughs> it looks delicious. Now, yesterday was our long day, so I didn't really get to go exploring, but tonight... Um, I am going to an Italian place. I know I've already had the pizza in Little Italy, uh-huh. but I'm actually going to an authentic Italian place in Southie. Nice. Um, and going to have some of that. And I just, there are a couple places walking on the way to there that are in the movie Goodwill Hunting. Uh-huh. And you know how much I love that yes. movie. And so I'm going to like take some photos. I saw the basketball court a couple days ago. I have yet to be to the bench, which is where I really want to go. I missed it the last time I was out here. That one's a little bit further from me, but the bench where Robin Williams and Mm -hmm. they sit down and they have the little talk. Uh um, I really, I've wanted to go to that bench for a while now. So I'm hoping. That's so cool. And And tomorrow, a Yankees-Sox game. Red Sox versus the Yankees. That's classic. I've never seen either of them play. And then being at this field, like, it's one of the only originals left. It still has, like, the wooden, you know, like, seats. Oh, wow. I'm excited. That's that's, really cool. That's awesome. All right. We'll just be slightly jealous. We'll, we'll You're that. always welcome to tag along, just to let you know. <laughs> I I think it's great to hear about your adventures. It's I been a lot it. of fun. We're just going to live vicariously through you. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm leaving. This is the first time I'm not going home in between a trip. I'm going straight um, from here to Seattle um, for Emerald City Comic Con. Um, so I'm super excited. And this month, if for all of you like gaming nerds, I get to go to PAX, PAX oh, West. Wow. So I'm going to be in Seattle twice this month. I was supposed to go to Dragon Con in Atlanta, um, but they needed some help at PAX. And so mm-hmm. I switched up my schedule and I'm going to be going to PAX West. 
Um, and then D23. D23. That's going to be awesome. We're, we're going to have I will do... make sure I do some posts from D23. Yes. Well, yes. after D23, I think we need to get together with Tyve and have yes. a multi-plane yes. movies that make us cross over and just talk about all of the things that they announced at D23. Because I have a feeling, especially yeah. where Marvel is concerned, that they sat on a couple of big announcements mm-hmm. that they didn't share at San Diego Comic-Con that will be at D23. They certainly and that's did. Exciting. They yeah. sat on some Marvel and some Star Wars yeah. announcements wow. that will be excited. And guess who's here at this one? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. And guess what I got? I got something. Hold on. I want to shoot you. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. This is a tease. We're, how, we have never left our spots. Why would she think we were going to go anywhere, Tracy? <laughs> You've never once been Don't like, change oh. that channel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Like, we have never left our spots. I'm talking to everyone what? else as well. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else, stick around. Oh, well, we tried to make it entertaining while you were yeah. gone. So... Um, there's like this ultimate Ewan McGregor experience um, that you had to pay all this money for. And when you do that, you get this lanyard oh, from wow. Boston that wow. says Ewan McGregor, <laughs> ultimate fan. Wow. And this was the tester that they sent in the box. Like they always send like, here's your like. Your like whatever order thing they give you just one uh-huh. right. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. So do you get to do you get to sneak over and experience? No, but no. this is good enough for me. I'm gonna try and go into um, the panel tomorrow because he's only here for the Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and so it's a little slow usually on Sundays because most people have picked up their badges. In my job, not the event, but my right. job, most people have picked up. <laughs> yeah, they've been badges, there already. So I have yeah. more time to walk around. So I'm going to try and go and sit in in on the panel. That's and I cool. do have to say, like, huge shout out to the Star Wars cosplay groups that are here i'm gonna have to i will get a video of their area but at every like event every con you go to you always have the local cosplay chapters for star like the star wars um setting up all of their interactive stuff there is a uh, somebody in a c3po c3po wow is and they have um almost every um bot from the shows like wow. I, you won't even believe it like the amount of robots that this robot group has built this droid group has built is so impressive that i will do it i will take a video and post it um on our page because i'm blown away everywhere i go like the star wars groups just are amazing and our, our local chapters in utah are great right. as well and i can't wait to see what they have in september but it's been so cool just to see how different each place like represents themselves and what like each yeah. area is more strong at like this one has been the droids um two shows ago they had like it was like you were walking through disneyland with you know you could sit down you know, at the, at the different places like you would in Disneyland. Like, it was a full-on interactive wow. experience from what those groups built. So, it's just so cool to see it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
I just want to know though what is included in the ultimate Ewan McGregor fan experience no because ultimate <laughs> there are Ewan McGregor fans out there that their ultimate experience it, it's just got to be a spectrum of what people would consider their ultimate experience. It might be, and I might be a little disappointed because I haven't looked it up yet, but it might be the only way you get into the panel is if you yeah, pay to get in because be. a lot of these events have paid paid panels. So Utah wow. and at FanX in Utah, we're lucky. Yeah, they haven't you done can just that. walk into those big panels, whereas most of the shows that I work, you know, there's an at like an um after events, like you know, shows at seven, eight, nine o'clock that you have to pay an extra ticket for. Right. Um, to see these. So that might be also included. Maybe it's a photo and an autograph yeah. as well. I don't know. Um, but, but I just, I'm literally just happy with I'm just that. Is like, so cool. <laughs> I, I would wear that everywhere all the time. Yeah. Just I'm just not allowed to wear it here. Right. <laughs> no, like, when you're done here, you can have this, but you can't wear it here. And yeah, I'm like, well, I'll pay for sense. it. Well, that's that's awesome. And those are amazing things and a lot of things to be odd and inspired by. And so now we're going to talk about a movie with a character who's also odd and inspired, but by some simple things. Mm -hmm. So, Tracy, you told us we needed to see this film and we needed to talk about this film after you went and saw it. Without explaining at all what it was. And I am still like when people ask me, like, what is Marcel the shell with shoes on? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's about it a shell with shoes on named, named Marcel. Marcel. Like it seems, you know, when, when we went to go see it, my wife and I, we went at like 10 30 in the morning, middle of the week. I happen to have the day off. Mm -hmm. We walk in the theater. It was empty. We were the only two in the actual theater watching oh, the wow. movie, <clears throat> which was great. So we could talk and we didn't cause we're still right. polite, even though we were the only ones in there. But, but as we walked in, the guy taking the tickets was like, what is this movie? We're like, oh, it's like an animated movie, we think, like a mockumentary style. And he kind of just gave us a weird look, like, okay. <laughs> and then when we came out, he was like, so how was the movie? Because again, we were probably the only two people he had seen so far that morning. And we're right. like, yeah, it was really good. We really enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> and honestly, it's hard to put into words. You just have to see this movie. Yeah. Well, what's so cool about this movie is, so, like, usually at the end of the year, like, critics, we get, like, the list of things to look forward to the next year, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, end of December, first week of January or something, and we got this big list, and Marcel the Shell was on there. And I was like, I can't wait to see this movie because, one, I love A24. When they get it right, they really yep. get I was so impressed by A24 last year. Um, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this is going to be something like stop animation. Um, it's based on, um, these YouTube smaller shorts, shorts yeah. that were done. So you can actually go on YouTube and watch some smaller shorts. Um, and I said, you know, this is going to be really cool. I was super excited. And then here comes the screening and I miss it mm. because I'm out doing the things. And then Tracy goes and sees it and he's like, I love it. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> But then I thought to myself, Tracy and I don't always agree on things. It's so it true. can still be up in the air. But I, I don't know. I like really odd things. That's why we all do this uh -huh, show together. Because uh -huh. we're, yeah. we're all odd things in our That's own true. odd ways. <laughs> but well, there was something about just even that opening scene. When they're trying to acclimate you to the fact that this is going to be 
a magical experience. Yeah. And the filmmaker, and this won't give anything away, we're not spoiling it, but we want to give you that. Ma- it's this magical moment when they push up the exposure mm-hmm. on the light and they kind of make you feel like you are entering a dream, right? Right. This is not, this is, you know, this juxtaposition. And I just, and they took that slow moment. To, for your eyes to adjust they you know i just thought that was so cool just yeah, those yeah. little things in that kind of quiet moment like as if you're waking up or you think you're waking up from a dream or you're going into a dream just kind of that magical moment and dave wasn't quite sure i said dave we're going to this movie and mm-hmm. he's like whatever you want to do right um <laughs> you supportive and- like that good on you here comes the shell and he's like what and there were it was like you jake there was maybe like five maybe five other people in the theater with us uh-huh. um and we saw it a little bit later in the day it was like a 3 30 movie or whatever um and i was just so excited like it just just that first moment i was like yeah i'm, I'm in, in the right place i'm, I'm in the in. right place right now yeah yeah well and it's it's interesting because jenny slate um who voices marcel um, she was, a, she got her first big break on SNL mm-hmm. and she accidentally swore on the broadcast and she spent the whole rest of the season convinced she was going to get fired. And she eventually did. And so she came up with the voice for Marcel because she said she felt so small and insecure and scared. And so then she created this voice and then she and her at the time boyfriend, um created this like he went out and bought a shell and put little shoes on it and a little eye and she was like oh my gosh that's him and they started to improvise these lines and put together this youtube short and they said that they found out that even if you buy the same type of shell at the same location at the same time they're very very different so he had to end up 3d printing a bunch of shells in order oh, to make funny. it exactly right for the continuity. They said they're surprisingly different, especially when you're in this, this macro, you know, you're in there so close. Right. Uh, this character, he's filling the scream. And so she said that uh, they made these YouTube shorts. They went viral. Um, she did, I think, two children's books. And then they started working on this. This movie took seven years to make. Wow. Because they when they were doing the stop motion animation, like, first of all, they, they kind of wrote the outline of the film, but they didn't want it to be scripted. So this movie is completely improvised. Um, I mean, I'm probably Leslie Stahl from 60 minutes had script lines, but everybody else <laughs> like, just, it was Jenny and her ex-boyfriend um, doing this. And she said it was really interesting too, because they had a breakup and she wasn't sure how they would work together to do this. And both of them said, you know what, we're in a good place. We both like each other. That's awesome. And even though we're not together anymore, this story is deserving of being told and we can work together and get this done. So a couple of things, Tracy didn't just tell us Val that he loved it. He said, this is Pixar level storytelling, which from Tracy, if you guys don't know this about Tracy, that is all, that is as high praise as you can get for a movie from Tracy. Um, because when Pixar's at its and I agree with it, when Pixar's at its best, there's, there's I mean, they no can take ever. these quirky, weird stories that you're like, why would I be invested in this? And then you are fully invested in it. And I agree that this is on that level. Yeah. The second thing, Jenny Slade, there's a whole Saturday Night Live thing. 
if you don't know who she is, she's best known for her character, at, at least in my mind, on Parks and Rec as Mona yeah. Lisa, the brother of Jean Ralphio. And they are two of the worst human beings ever in Parks and Rec and two of the most decent, annoying. pleasant people in real life, from what I could tell. Like they just. <laughs> and so to think that this is Mona Lisa from from Parks and Rec doing the voice of Marcel. That right. blew my mind when I saw that. I mean, talk about talent. She is obviously she, incredibly talented. She was also Mayor Bellwether in Zootopia, the sheep. Oh, yes. And uh, she was in The Secret Life of Pets. She did the white fluffy cat. So super but, talented voice actress, for sure. Very like, talented Incredibly talented. Yeah. And to think that this was so improvised, I mean, there are some lines in this that are just awesome. Just yeah, so they, funny. They said when the when you hear the the director of the movie, because um, he's making the the documentary, and I, this is one of my favorite lines of movie this year. As Marcel's like a documentary, is that like the movie where nobody has any lines and you don't know what it is while you're making it until it's done? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and when you hear him laughing, that's him actually laughing with Jenny Slate's um, acting. And then yeah. there's this there's a scene later in the movie. So so the basic premise we haven't talked about, which we should. Marcel is a shell and he lives with his nana and voiced by Isabella Rossellini, which is incredible to me. And it, mm -hmm. I saw an interview with Jenny Slate and she's like, I could not believe that we got her. Like they wanted her. They sent and her it the was shorts. Perfect casting. Yeah, she's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and um and so the, the two of them are living together. They had a family, a whole family of shells, and something happened and they, they're gone. And it's just Marcel and his Nana living and trying to get through life. And his Nana is getting older and Nana's having some issues and Marcel doesn't want to deal with it. And is, but Nana is convinced that she wants to make sure that Marcel becomes the shell that he can be. And it's the story of, of them together and a family and of loss and of recovery and grief. And it's just all these emotions just all poured yeah. into this film. I yeah. love it. Like there, like you said, there's so many moments and, you know, as I'm watching it and, and, you know, realizing that, um, cause you kind of pick up pretty quickly that it, it's these real moments that are happening, right. Yeah. That mm -hmm. they're, they're, they have ideas, but it's not scripted. And I think that's where Jenny Slate really shows her comedic chops, um, you know, because no, it's not a slapstick comedy, but when you have to be a stand-up comedian, which is what she has been most of her right. career, she's recently done some movies that I've seen and they were, um, you know, she was really good in them, but you've got to be on your toes. And she is, she is so smart and so quick and witty and just really like this character, you don't think you're going to connect to this character, but the there are so many character. moments that you do. Yeah. You know, like Marcel, when Marcel is, you know, talking about, um, you know, where th this couple that Marcel and his family lived with, you know, it was good times, you know, and they do this and they'd all watch 60 minutes together, but then the argument started and they had to have, wow. you know, they had to have an emergency like plan. Um, uh -huh. And as Marcel's describing that, you think of your own family, right? Yeah. It doesn't 
seem, the shell doesn't seem absurd. Like you lose yourself mm -hmm. in this shell being real and this family being real. I mean, there are some moments at the end with some Cheetos that I was like, what? But like, yeah. I totally wanted to believe in it. I totally wanted to believe in it. Um, but I mean, it's real life stuff. And how cool is it to be able to watch a movie with kids, like younger mm -hmm. kids, tweens, teens, and adults, yeah. and all be able to take something from the same film that's not fluff. Because yeah. I don't think there's anything fluffy about this movie except oh, for Nana's bed. No, Nana's yeah. bed. <laughs> and what I what what's really amazing about it too is it is very emotional, like you said, Val. And and there's not it's not a fluffy movie, but they interject the comedy at such perfect times that like yeah. you're getting to you're getting in those deeper emotions and then Marcel will say something. And like, I went from like on the verge of tears to then just laughing out loud, just like that. Or, and it's just so perfectly timed. Like one of the moments where, you know, they're experiencing all these things on YouTube. And so he's up on the roof and he's lighting this lantern and it's going to go out into the sky. And that was really touching. And then he's like, and this dog, every time I do something like this, the dog just starts barking. Like you see something beautiful like that. And that's your reaction. That's a special kind of idiot. I was like, that is the best thing I've ever heard. Like it was so brilliant. It's this beautiful poignant moment. Yeah. And then you get a, a good laugh. And it made, the, it made the funny part so much funnier and the poignant part so much more poignant. Like it was just so well done. Well, and it's, I love it too, because you see so many different sides of Marcel. You see Marcel, um, trying to still be a kid and yeah. but you also see Marcel helping his Nana and then you see him like really feeling like he has to do grown-up things and it goes back and forth so honestly in that moment where he's like you know well why what what's your um oh what is it what's your when he gets high up on the thing what's your oh, um, mantle What's, What's your, your mantle? mantle? Yeah. You know, and it's so logical. What's your mantle? And you're like, what? Like the highest place. So up from up here, I can see all of this. So why yeah. can't we go to the highest point? Like it's so logical. And so he goes out into the world and very quickly realizes what a vast place this is. And I think we yeah. all have that moment in our lives when we realize that we're in a little bit over our heads, right? Yeah. And we all of a sudden take everything in and we're like, oh, like we've all had those moments, right? When right. we're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that was he spent his whole life in this house. And then when he goes outside, and I loved when they were driving around and Marcel gets car sick and he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's a tiny spot. But, and I, how how many times a day do you throw open your car, Dean? Yeah, no, zero usually. <laughs> zero oh, I love what you said, Mel, about this being available to so many age groups, and this is the type of movie that everybody claims that they want, and yeah. yet it's not getting the hundred million dollar, you know, budget or not budget, but the box office, and it's just it's and and so I love championing these little films. Um, A24 just this year, I mean, they they released Everything Everywhere All at Once and Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. And those, if something is going to beat those two, I'm going to be shocked because yeah. they are so high up on my list for the best films it, of the it's year. A, 
A24 is quickly establishing themselves as just a powerhouse kind of it's a filmmaker per- studio. Yeah, a very creative studio that's making really good stuff. Like I hear so often from people that they're sick of the Marvel movies and they're sick uh-huh. of the big box office movies. Then A24 is where you need to go because they're offering really good alternative stuff. And- and all sorts of genres. They do anything yeah. from yeah. folk horror with Midsummer to Marcel yeah. Vassell with shoes on. I mean, they. Yeah. they yeah. I mean, everything. you guys know that I don't love horror. And last year right. I brought up the movie Lamb. They did this yeah. film, Lamb, that's kind of a horror film, but mm-hmm. just a different kind of take of one. And, you know, that you, I was, it was one of those that I was like, what? And then the more I thought about it, I was like, I really love this just whatever's happening here i Mm -hmm. i love it you know they had like i think they had seven movies last year you know and now we're you know we're into the summer and they have two really great ones already released and they have three coming up that are on my radar um and again when i don't love everything that they do but the cool thing about everything that they do is they push the boundaries you're going to be interested what they're doing they think outside the box and, you know, if that's what you're looking for, I would definitely go and, Google A24 and maybe I'll yeah. put together my top list of A24 oh, places you, Jake, and have one we yeah. can put it on our page yeah. of things that you should go check out um, just over the past couple of years. But it's definitely, you know, them and Neon, I think, is a good yes. alternative to, um, yeah. to to the blockbuster stuff. And I think it's good right. to have, you know, that good. You need that balance. Yeah. Because, and, and, and that's why I love championing these, these types of films, because if we don't champion them and if they don't make money, they're not going to get made in the future. And there's kind of a trend right now that you're either going huge budget, all in special effects, extravaganza, or really, really, really micro budget. And there's not that mid range anymore, which is, which is sad. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's it's still discouraging. Well, I've seen a few mid-range movies in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote some reviews. Them. I wrote some reviews about uh, some movies last week that were um, Rita Mac and Rita is a middle-range mm-hmm. movie, and it was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Emily, Emily the, criminal. the criminal was mid-range, and it was. I liked Mac and Rita a little bit better than Emily the Criminal. I won't get into why. I, I'll send my reviews over and we can put them up or whatever. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there are some out there. But like, if you can They're sift past all of that, you can find some gems. And and, and a lot yeah. of them are ending up on Netflix or Hulu or like Prey. Prey should have been on the big screen. That was a great. Yeah, that's movie. what I've heard too. I haven't watched Prey because I'm not a huge like predator, but. Oh, Val, stop it. It was boring. No, it was not. I'm the only one that I know that thought it was Ooh. boring other than Dave. I tried to watch it twice to review it. I don't boo you often, but I'll boo you on this one. Wow. <laughs> a a like boo from Crazy. I like it. I just thought it was boring. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is this is a rare episode because he's given a movie highest praise that he can, Pixar level storytelling, and then he's also given someone a boo, which he never and does. This so like, this is this is why Val, when I suggested a movie, she's like, ah. <laughs> and this is, this is why I love talking to us because yeah, we all have, we have our own opinions. brains. Yep. Yeah. And, and the thing too, with a 24 is like, they are so freaking creative with their marketing. Like they put together incredible trailers, but you can go to their store 
and everything everywhere all at once. It's a multiverse movie and anything can, and everything can happen. And there's a world that exists where everybody has hot dog fingers. They have hot dog shaped fingers and you can buy yeah. little, you can buy little gloves that don't make you look it. like you have the the hot dog fingers. Don't do it. Save yourself <laughs> and others, and don't. This is where their marketers, you know, they just focus on whether they could make gloves yeah. with hot dog fingers, yeah. not whether or not they should. Nobody uh -huh. asked that question. Well, I, I, Val, did you see Midsummer? Mm -hmm. Um, they marketed a, a ceramic bear in a cage. And they did a whole yeah. they did a commercial for it and everything. It was so yeah, I great. I think they sent some of those out to some higher up critics. I didn't get one uh, of those. I but, would yeah. die to have one of those. I've, I, I've seen the eBay prices and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll need to go check out their store and see what they have. But Check out the store. Don't check out Midsummer. I, no. No. no Jake, yeah. You're not allowed Tracy, to watch we've already, we've already talked about it. It's I'm not old enough yet. So... <laughs> Uh, I saw it with two friends in the theater and one of them is still scarred. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I, when we left, I jokingly said to my wife, I said, I've got to talk to Dave about getting a Marcel tattoo somewhere because oh, there's that whole segment yes. in the movie where they're getting the tattoos and anyway, yes. you, that would be a cute. That's tattoo. how much I enjoyed this movie though. Like it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, like there's so much wisdom and yeah just joy in this movie i love when he's talking to his grandma and she's like yeah you're afraid things are going to change and he's like yeah she's like yep they're going to yeah. and i just love that because so often our response that we want to give to kids is no everything's going to be okay everything's going to be the same but the reality is yeah things are going to change so yeah. what are you going to do about it yeah, yeah I, and, I love one of my favorite themes of the movie was just the resilience that Marcel had. Like, uh, like we all have our troubles every day, right? No matter who we are, how great our life is going, we're dealing with something, you know, and right. some people, their life isn't going great. And Marcel is this tiny little shell in this human sized house. And, you know, there's people renting it in and out, but he just has to live his life. And they had to figure out how to do things and all the little like MacGyver, like, you know, <laughs> mechanics that he has to get through his life. Right. Like you just, you just have to, you have to figure out how to keep living. And instead of like sulking in his little bread bed, mm -hmm, he, yeah. in his bread room, in his bread room, he figures out how to get the fruit from the tree. He figures right. out how to get around the house in the little tennis ball. Well, you know, you at the end when they're all in the tennis ball, <laughs> When you when you walk through honey so that you can walk up the wall to get to someone higher. Love that. And then the one guy was just like, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah, this is what I wanted. This is what I'm trying to do. Oh, okay then. Well. <laughs> well, and and so I, one of the things that I loved about this movie too, and it's something that we don't see a lot in movies, I don't think, is um dealing with an aging parent or an aging loved one. And Nana is is trying so hard to get him to live his life. And he's so worried about Nana and making sure that Nana's okay. And like, I've lost my mom. Um, my dad's getting older. He's having some health issues. And so it's really poignant to, to see that and to see the, the, the issues that he's dealing with. But yet there's still so much heart and love and warmth to it. That, that, that was just wonderful. Yeah. 
I agree. And I think it's a reality that so many people have to live. Like we're all at some point going to have to live through that reality. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I love it powerful. when he's leaving to go on his little expedition in the car and he's like going through all those things. Well here, and here's this and here's that, like she's never taken care of herself. And he's like, should I just put you under the colander now? And just like, puts a colander <laughs> he's like, like, I hate this. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well and the, i love the um the oh shoot what was i gonna say anyway we'll come back to it but uh, there's just so many moments i the one of my favorite lines from the movie and it might be one of my it, it might be my favorite line from the year is when marcel's just as an aside says do you know why i smile so much because it's worth it I and literally like, almost oh posted that like God. right after the movie. I almost posted. I'm probably yeah. still going to post it this week because yeah. I, it was so great. So great because it's, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Well, and, and you get these insights from him, this little shell about human friendships and relationships. Like when he's trying to lift up the thing and Dean's like, well, how would you do it if I wasn't here? Well, yeah, but you are here. He's like, well, yeah, but I, I want it to be real. So like, how would you do it if I wasn't here? You know, Dean, if you engaged with people every once in a while, instead of just watching them, you might have more friends. And like, I was like, uh, <laughs> that's all of us. I like feel this, called out. All day long. I feel called yes. out by a shell. <laughs> I mean, thanks for watching us right now, but then go talk to somebody about, yeah, go talk to some <laughs> yeah, about this show and then tell them to watch it. And then they can go talk to people. And then they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends. <laughs> well, and it reminded me too. Do you guys, did you ever read the littles? Yes. I loved the littles so that much. Totally reminded me of that. And I love the fact that they have like this big world, but we're, we're focusing on, on these little details and it's stuff like his bed bread uh, or his bread bed. Um, yeah. You know, just, just the small things that pistachio. he's like, and I love his little asides. Do you know what I wear for a hat? A pistachio, you know, just yeah. his little lines. Well, his little pet, his little pet lint buddy. Are... Yeah, the Albert, I think, ball, is, yeah. The, is the little lint ball that he drags around. It's, yeah, there's just so many, so the many dog, great things. The dog comes into the picture. Oh, that breath, that's, that's hot. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which like, it would be a good idea show. to have a dog, but. Yeah, <laughs> like the idea of a dog. But and and the thing I love too is with the improvisation, you get those moments, and one of which, towards the end of the film, Marcel kind of breaks down um, because he's he's lost his family. He posts on YouTube, and and it's fun because Marcel the Shell started as a viral video, and in this movie, right. his story goes viral, and all these people. He's thinking all these people are going to help him find his family. And instead, these people are coming over to the house to take selfies. And they're doing TikTok videos from the from the house. And he ends up having to put newspapers over the window. And he's very sad and alone and scared. And he breaks down. And the director says, that's it. That's the last one for the day. And I read that, that Jenny Slate was having a really rough day. And she just broke down over that line because it reminded her of the relationship that they used to have and all the things that they've been through. And he wow. didn't, he just spontaneously said, that's it. That's the last one we'll do today. And it fits perfectly with the movie. It's that's the thing about movies is when, when that magic happens and you capture it on screen, it's just, there's nothing better. Yeah. 
I do love uh I do love when he's going through the comments on the YouTube and like somebody signs off with peace and he was like, That's oh, yeah. a weird thing to support. Like, who doesn't support peace? Like, am I gonna sign it like war? Like, <laughs> thank you. Battle ready, Marcel. Like, I was just <laughs> Or when he's reading it and it like just starts going into all this nonsense and you see his little foot like done, like off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it is such a, it's such a great commentary though on how social media has kind of shaped how we interact yeah. with other people because yeah. here he is out there pleading for someone like if anybody knows who these people are, how we can find them, I need to find my family. And their response is, I love Marcel. Let's go take pictures in front of his house. And like, yeah. here's the actual Airbnb and all this other stuff. And he realizes none of these people are, it's like, this isn't the task force I was hoping for. Like none <laughs> of these people are here to help me. Yeah. And it's that kind of fake connections that sometimes get made through, yeah. through social media and these interactions where you feel like now I'm validated, but the reality is it's not, it's not yeah. real. There's an interesting um, documentary in HBO, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about influencers and how much of the influencer world is fake famous. famous. I think yeah. it's fake famous or and something like, like that. I think I think that might be it. Yeah, but it's about people like trying to make it look like they're in this spa, and instead they're in a kiddie pool in the backyard, you know, and just the way that you frame it, because you're only seeing this much, you're not seeing the whole scope of something. Like they'll they'll make fake. Um, airline backgrounds like inside of the airline That's and you a sit lot in, of work yeah you sit in the chair and and people paid to do this you sit in the chair and then take a picture out the window you know and make it look like because they just have a little screen so it looks like you're flying and then you can post that you're going wherever you're going to yep it's all about the illusion i swear yeah. all of my plane pictures i've been on a plane. <laughs> you're legit we've, we know that we've yeah. talked to dave we know you're actually traveling pal we're not nobody's questioning it <laughs> Dave came to Sharknado, so that's how we know yeah. you were out of town. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's give this a grade. Okay. I'll start. I'll give it an A. Or should I we just go one, two, three? All right. One, <laughs> two, three. A. a. Yeah, this is this is a triple A rated film. This I'm is not the surprised. this is the Christmas story. A plus plus plus. Yeah. <laughs> like Please, please go out and see this movie if you can find it in theaters. And this is almost on... one that I would love to do a screening with the audience. Like oh, I know yeah. you've been Sharknado, yeah. but this would be a great like one to yeah. sit and laugh with people together and just feel great, and then raise some money for charity, which also makes you feel great. Like, That's can a... I throw that out there that I would love to be able to do this as a screening, maybe for Christmas? Great, oh, great movies yeah. for the great I know time. I threw out a Christmas idea already, but I think I like this idea. Yeah, I think this would be a lot of fun to watch with a group of people for very different reasons than Sharknado was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very, very different experiences. But, but if if you can't go see it in theaters, um, because I know it's it's a little bit more limited release. Yeah. Um, once this is available to it stream or to purchase soon, yeah, yeah, then then you need to do it. Like you won't regret it. This is such a great film. You can sit down. You don't have to worry about who's in the room with you. Your kids will want to sit down and watch it. It's cute. It's engaging. It's funny. You'll laugh. You'll cry if you have a soul. Um, <laughs> it's just a really really good movie. So I, I I just loved it, and I'm so glad that you guys did too because. You know, I, I figured you would. I know you both well enough, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna, 
you're gonna like it but i was afraid maybe it would come in at like a b you know type of like oh, it's no. cute but and to see you guys love it as much as i did that's really <laughs> fun that's really yeah. cool the only the only nitpicky question that came up was my wife and i were talking about she said so i'm confused are these shells with eyes and shoes or are they just random objects with eyes yeah, and that's shoes the, the, the kind of confused me a little bit <laughs> yeah like these aren't all shells. Is that a checks? Is that a checks? Yeah, there's a checks. Check. There's a there's a pencil. There's the pencil tampon. Uh huh. There's a tampon. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it's a whole big world out there, Jake. And there's a lot of different variations. So right. So that was the only thing that almost made it unbelievable. No, just kidding. It was. It didn't bother me. It it did in the sense like I don't totally get that, but I also really don't care because the rest of the movie. Was all just I thought was fantastic. like those Cheetos are in danger. <laughs> yeah especially if the dog's around yeah or if an airbnb brings in a baby yeah that's gonna be trouble also how does his bed bread or bread bed not get moldy after a I while i think he changes it does he okay i, I mean really he's is. pretty he seems pretty well, responsible and pretty on sheet. top of it yeah fresh but sheet. also and i don't know if i no i'm not gonna throw that out there never mind all right we'll take that one off the air yep okay. all right <laughs> Well, thank you everyone for listening and for watching. Uh, you can find us now at our new home on ageofgeek.com instead of stolendroids.com, but also wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube, please subscribe, leave us a good review. We love the good reviews and please share us with your friends. And until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Go see this one. Yes, go now, like oh. right now. <laughs>